0: That was lovely. That was lovely. Uh, I wanted to welcome all of you to Gadsden First Methodist Church. Uh, My name is John Wesley. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, I have a couple of quick announcements. My first one is the Men at the Well Bible Study and Pastor Sam's Bible Study. It's quite wonderful. And they actually gave me this little device here. I can watch those Bible studies on this here device. It's amazing. also wanted to let you know that in October the sermon series for the celebration early service is Rocktober where they will celebrate rock and roll and have a sermon series based on it it's going to be very nice and the traditional service is going to be great as well as they will be using the lectionary uh, next Sunday at 10 a.m this is my favorite one of my favorites At 10 a.m. in the green space, or the West Lawn, as they call it, we will have Blessing of the Animals. And I would love for you to join us for Blessing of the Animals as well. You can bring dogs and cats, even scarier animals, as Reverend Ken Casey will be here if anybody brings something a little bit on the scary side. We also have Trunk or Treat coming up October the 31st from two to four at the Casey Farm and we need more volunteers and more trunks. Is that correct, Catherine? Yes, it's going to be quite nice. And lastly, I just wanted to tell you that kids, they often quote Dr. Seuss and things like that, but I made a rhyme not too long ago that I thought they would enjoy. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all times you can, to all people you can, as long as you ever can. Now, would you all stand and worship with us as the praise band is going to lead us in worship?
1: I can't top John Wesley, but I do want to add my welcome to John Wesley's. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you for worshiping with us online. I know we have so many people from all around who worship with us live stream. Hello, say hello to us. Say happy birthday to us. Happy anniversary to uh, Gadsden First United Methodist Church. We're about to see a really cool video that tells a little bit about the history of our church, so please enjoy. Mm -hmm. faith. I believe in God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose to the dead, he ascendeth into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty.
2: Children, come along. Come along, children. Come along. Come along. Come along. Come along. Good morning, everyone. Um, John, are you behaving? Very nice. I taught him well. Good morning, everyone. Oh, come along, children. Line up. Line up. Very nice. Very nice. Come along. Come along. Line up. Very nice. Very nice. Where are you going to stand? Very nice. Scoot forward. My name is Susanna Wesley, and um, you've met my son, John, already, and my very lovely son, Charles. Hello, Charles. Very good, playing the piano. Um, you've met them both already now. I was born in 1669 and I had 19 children and I taught them all very well and I had a hard time, but I took time every single night to talk to each of my children about the Bible and we prayed together. And I think that because of that, they loved God and they loved Jesus very much. And because we all took time together to talk about God and the Bible, that is why my sons felt it so important to form the very lovely family that we all see today called the Methodist Church. So parents, The the lesson for you to learn today is to talk, to take time each day to talk to your children, whether they are young, like my little friend Hadley right here, or old, um, and talk to them each day about God and Jesus and the Bible. And I had a very special trick. So parents, I want you to watch this trick. Miss Catherine, are you watching? If you have lots of little ones at your house, this was my trick. Pastor Sam, are you ready for my trick? If you, if, you don't, if you have lots of little ones running around and they're not giving you a lot of time, this was my trick if I never needed to pray. I just took my apron like this. This is really true, it's a true story. I just took my apron like this and I put it over my head like this, like this, My apron over my head like this, and this was John and Charles' symbol that mom was praying and reading the Bible under her apron and not to disturb her. Moms, are you seeing this? Miss Catherine, are you seeing this? Okay, good. This was my trick, children. So if you ever see a mom with her apron over her head like this, this means she's praying and not to disturb her, okay? You got it? Okay. So can we say a prayer together? All right, bow your heads. Loving God, thank you so much for bringing all of these children here today with their families and for creating the family of the Methodist Church and the family of Christ and bringing us all here together to praise you and be thankful for this church family that has been together these 141 years here. And thank you so much for bringing us together and keep us together, loving you and serving you. Amen. Thank you for letting me join you today. Children, are you ready to sing? All right.
1: Thank you so much, children. Thank you, Susanna Wesley. I appreciate that so much. They are going um, out to children's church now. If we have any other kids in the congregation that want to go to children's church, now's the time. If you want to go, yeah, right there. Uh, I think John Freeman's going to take you. Uh, anybody else that wants to go? Okay. I apologize. I was I was muted myself. You, you know, uh, so that where they are going to children's church they're going to have uh, a birthday celebration a hundred and seventy-fifth birthday celebration I don't know what all they're going to do they do uh, in our new children's worship space and I, I just I'm going to say something about this at the end but I want to just say now if you haven't had a chance to go and look at our new children's worship space which is down at the end of the hall by the portico Uh, it's wonderful and we're doing it in memory of Joan Hightower and we're just about ready to dedicate it not too much longer but it's beautiful and and you need to take a moment to to look at that if you haven't Uh, I want to thank you for for all of the support um, the video was wonderful particularly catching my eye was in 1953 when the first air conditioner was put in the church I'm thankful I wasn't pastor here in 1952 Uh It would have been, whoo had those funeral home fans going. Um, But I'm so thankful for this celebration today, and I'm glad that you're a part of it. I want to say thank you for your support of the church, your continued support of the church through ups and downs and pandemics and everything. Um, We have offering place at at either door. You can drop an offering in there uh, if you want to. You can give online. You can text to give I want to encourage you, I I think John Wesley might have mentioned this about our church app. Download our church app. You can go and participate in Bible studies and watch uh, services and and all kinds of things. You can give through our church app too. And I want to thank you for your support by your, not only your giving, but by your volunteer service and, and all of the many ministries that we have. We've got a lot to be thankful for. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for 175 years of ministry here downtown in Gadsden, Alabama. And God, it's, it boggles our mind when we think about those first handful of people that got together because they wanted to have a Sunday school. They wanted to, to teach their children about you and how thankful we are that they they were strong and they were persistent and we are still here today teaching our children about you and how thankful we are that we get to do that and carry on that legacy. And so, Lord, I want to thank you for, for each person who's worshiping today. I pray that our, our worship is a true celebration and it is exalting you in a way that would be um, appropriate, Lord, because to you is all the glory and the honor. I want to say that as we, even as we celebrate today, sometimes we carry needs on our hearts Sins that we can't confess before you. Uh, sometimes we have heavy burdens, Lord, for people that we care about who are struggling right now. We lift all of those up to you in simple trust. And we pray, Lord, for the next 175 years uh, for this church to continue in ministry and for the future of the church because, Lord, your church is that which the gates of hell shall not prevail against. So God, teach us to pray once again the prayer that you taught your disciples when you said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom So honored to have our our guest preacher for today, Bishop Deborah Wallace Padgett. I, I want to um, say the introduction and i 'll just let her say what God has placed on her heart today she 's been so gracious to come Lee her husband is with her and diane we 're glad to see you sitting back there by, by uh, Tammy and we appreciate all that uh, that you all do for us and um, in true circuit rider fashion, our our bishop not only has North Alabama Conference to to circuit ride through, uh, but she goes all the way up into the Holston Conference for now, and so she has uh, many miles on her horse, I think, as well. (laughs) So Bishop Wallace Pageant, come and share with us.
3: Thank you very much, uh, Sam, and good morning. It is great to be with each of you today. It is truly my privilege to have the opportunity to celebrate with you on this 175th anniversary. I didn't expect to see John Wesley here today. That was awesome. And then also Susanna. That was uh, great as well. I was with you via a video recording at the Easter sunrise service. I so appreciated the opportunity to speak with you on Easter Day. This is better, though, because it's in person, and I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to bump hands and uh, to smile at you and uh, to see your faces. I have a deep appreciation for your pastor, Sam Hayes. Sam does a great job as a minister, and He is invested here in the Gadsden First United Methodist Church. He's doing excellent ministry here. Thank you so much, Sam, uh, for your leadership and for your ministry. And I also appreciate your district superintendent, Reverend Terry Bentley. Uh, Terry has been in the district now for several years. As the superintendent and before that he has served as a pastor for many years here in the Mountain Lakes District and Terry brings spiritual depth and maturity he has excellent leadership he has a heart and compassion for the churches and the clergy here in the Mountain Lakes District so Terry it is always good uh, to be with you as well my scripture the, the scripture passage for today comes from the book of John, the gospel of John, chapter 13, verses 31 through 35. Please now hear the word of God. And you're welcome to read along in your pew Bibles if you'd like, or you will also see the scripture on the screen. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray to God together. God, we thank you for this morning, for the opportunity to gather in worship. And this is an especially special day as we celebrate. 175 years of the Gadsden First United Methodist Church coming together in worship each Sunday. We pray, God, that you will speak in and through every aspect of this service. And we pray that we may be inspired to love as you love us, And to be the kind of people you've called us to be. These things we pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So what do you say to a church on their 175th anniversary? I have an answer for that. In fact, it's an easy answer. You speak about a labor of love. Now, that's easy because it's been the theme for the month and also your pastor suggested it. Thank you so much for that, Sam. What a great suggestion. <laughs> I latched on to it uh, because this is truly what you have been embodying for 175 years. You have experienced a labor of love and you offer labors of love to others that's a part of who you are and how you live and what you do at its best the kind of love I'm talking about is unselfish unconditional and far-reaching it is offered even at a great Cost. It's focused on others, not on ourselves. It is extended unconditionally as a free gift for every person on this earth. There you have it an unselfish, other centered, unconditional love that we know firsthand and that we in turn share with others. And it's a love given to us by Jesus Christ, our Savior and Redeemer. And it's a love that was also offered by the founders of the Methodist movement, by your ancestors in the faith here at Gadsden First United Methodist Church, and by you in the way that you lead and you serve. I asked Sam as I was preparing this message. Who were the persons responsible for today? Who were the ones who made this day possible? And He named more people than I can begin to identify. He talked about musicians and staff and many volunteers, more volunteers than can be counted. And all of these people together have really put forth a labor of love that has made today possible. Of course, the work that you do, the ministry that you do week in and week out here at Gaston First United Methodist Church, that's also labor, a labor of love. And you do so much. There are so many ways in which you are serving, in which you offer love to the church and also to the community, to members of this congregation and also to people that aren't a part of the congregation but that are a part of the community, people that you know, people that you sure to know, and people who you will never meet. Yes, you do this through your that soup kitchen that's been in existence since 2010. I love the name of it, Ladle of Love. That's really creative. And you found ways to continue to provide food through that kitchen, even during the pandemic with box meals that can be carried out. You do it through your clothing bank your clothing pantry that clothes literally hundreds of people each year. You do it through the caring angels who make sure that persons no longer able to be in worship, no longer able to gather with you, are not forgotten. You do it through missions. Oh, you're involved in so many missions. You... Participating in missions in hands-on way and then also financially. Missions in the community and uh, through this annual conference and all across the world. Yes, you know what it is to labor in love. And why wouldn't you know? Because truly your ancestors in the faith here at Gadsden First uh, did the very same thing. This has been... A, aspect of your DNA for as long as you have been in existence. I'm thinking about the Howe Urban Medical Fund and we saw that on the video. It has helped to uh, provide medicine uh, for persons who may not have been able to afford to obtain it otherwise. Or how about the scholarship endowed by the Hardin family? for students studying at Emory University. And then there are countless individuals who have provided ministries uh, like Bob Crabtree, famous for his coffee and peppermint ministries. If asked for testimonies of other examples of ways in which this church and the ancestors of this church have offered labors of love, I expect we'd be here all afternoon. Of course, laboring with love did not originate with the Gadsden First United Methodist Church. In fact, those who planted this church were inspired by the founders of the Methodist movement. I think particularly about Charles and John Wesley. Charles Wesley, for instance, what a fantastic hymn writer. He wrote more than 6,500 hymns. And they affected not only his contemporaries, uh, but uh, persons across many generations. Not only Methodist, uh, but persons from other Denominations as well. Some of my favorites written by John Wesley include Jesus Lover of My Soul, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling, and Can It Be, and Hark the Herald Angels Sing. That's just four (laughs) of the more than 6,500 hymns. And then John Wesley invested his entire ministry in working to revitalize the Anglican Communion. He was an Anglican priest, and he remained an Anglican priest for as long as he lived, though some of the Methodists in the uh, movement formed a new denomination, and have had an incredible impact. In fact, they are our ancestors in the faith. John Wesley continued to be a person who God used to bring renewal to the Anglican church. The greatest labor of love of all time, though, is one that preceded the Wesleys by 17 centuries. I'm talking about the labor of love offered by our Savior and Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Yes, his life, his ministry, his death, and his resurrection were the most incredible labors of love this world has ever known. In fact, the Christian movement exists because of the labor of love presented by our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus, God incarnate, came from heaven to earth to live among us, fully human and fully Divine Jesus' amazing love for humanity was evident in his words, his deeds, his actions, his life. Indeed, in today's scripture passage, he sums up the characteristic that distinguishes his disciples. And I want to read just one verse of that. This is from Matthew 13. Actually, two verses, 34 and 35. I give you a new commandment, Jesus said this to his disciples, that you love one another just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. A key phrase in this verse is, just as I have loved you. Oh, how Jesus loved his disciples. He loved them so much that he left the glories of heaven to come and live on earth, uh, to teach them God's way. In God's plan. His love was so deep that he was willing to face suffering, persecution, heartbreak, and even death on the cross so that humanity could have new life through him. His love was so compassionate that He forgave his disciples when they failed him, when they lost their way, and even in the case of Simon Peter, when they denied him. Yes, Jesus' love for his disciples was cleansing. It was transforming. It was fierce. It was relentless. And it was abiding. His labor of love was remarkable for those disciples. And that same labor of love was for you and me. It was not only for those early disciples, But it was for all people, of all generations. So Jesus came from heaven to earth to teach you and me how to live and to know God's plan. And Jesus' love was so deep for us that he died on a cross and was later resurrected. On our behalf, Jesus' love is so compassionate towards us that he is always ready to receive us with open arms. Whatever our failings, our mistakes, whatever ways in which we lose our path. Yes, Jesus' love for us is also relentless and cleansing, and transforming, and abiding, and is sufficient so that we can know forgiveness in the here and now for anything we've done which has been wrong, and for which we need forgiveness. And also, His love is enough that we can know not only new life now in this moment, but into eternity. Jesus' love for us is also the ultimate example of how we are to relate to one another, not only as a church, but also in our individual relationships. And you heard the verse, just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. We are called to reflect Jesus in our attitudes, our relationships, and the way we live our lives. I close with two questions for us to consider today. Question number one, and I hope you reflect upon these throughout the course of the day and as you go into the week. What labor of love Is God calling you to invest in at Gadsden First United Methodist Church? And maybe it's a ministry that's already in existence, or maybe God is stirring in some hearts here today some new ministries. God is calling each of us to continually be in ministry That's part of what it means to be a disciple. And here's the question that's the second one. What is one way in which God is calling me to show Christ-like love today, on this day, to another person in word and action? And that's a very specific question. And I encourage you to think about one person that God is calling you today to show love to. Maybe it's a family member, or a friend, or a colleague, or a neighbor. Maybe it's somebody you like a lot, or maybe it's someone you struggle with. Maybe it's someone you hardly know. Or someone you'll meet today at a restaurant, or in a store, maybe it's in a major way or maybe it's something as small as a kind word or a smile. We never know how much a seemingly simple gesture can mean to another person. Again, it is great to be with you today. I celebrate with you the 175th anniversary of the founding of this congregation. And as I do so, I also celebrate the many labors of love that have been offered and affected this church across the centuries, especially the labor of love given to us by our Savior and Redeemer, Jesus Christ, in his life, death, and resurrection. In gratitude for Jesus' sacrificial love in our lives, and also in appreciation of the labors of love offered by the founders of the Methodist movement, as well as the Ancestors in the faith here at Godson First and the people here who are doing so much today, may we be inspired to continue to offer labors of love every day. Amen and amen.
1: And now we will close out our service by singing one of, the, one of my favorite John Wesley hymns. It's number 384 in the hymnal, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling. Will you stand together? I want to give you a couple of reminders before you leave uh one is I, I i just have to say thank you to everyone who made this service possible there's so much labor of love that went into making this service happen today thank you to everyone it would take too long to call all the names i want to remind you if you have a chance if you'll go out in the chestnut lobby here, take a look at the display that the United Methodist Women have placed. They, they have a, a birthday cake with pictures and albums. Take a look at our diorama that shows all the different progressions of buildings over 175 years. It's, it's really amazing. Go down and take a look at our new children's worship uh, room that we're doing in memory of Joan Hightower. Uh, if I want to say these moms are, are beautiful. I love them, and they are given in memory, and you can see the, the list of those that are given in memory and in honor of people. If you got a mom, grab it on your way out the door and take it with you and make somebody happy with it. Also, as a labor of love, we have something for you for the next 175 years. We have some daffodil bulbs that you'll find... Um, under the table or, or by the chestnut entrance there are two daffodil bulbs and take those daffodil bulbs and plant them, they are the most beautiful example of faith that I know because what else can you can you bury in the fall and hope of resurrection in the spring and it's a beautiful reminder of our future. I, I want to say how much of an honor it is to, to serve at a church that does everything with excellence. Our our praise team is amazing. Our, our choir and our church musicians are amazing. Uh, our children's program, our youth program, our Methodist women, all of that is so amazing. And it's really hard to just give a sample of all of that in one service. We tried our best though. Um, this is our benediction and this is the um, Words of Charles Wesley and uh, a song that's going to be our postlude. Forth in thy name. So receive this now. Forth in thy name, O Lord, we go daily labor to pursue. Thee, only thee, resolve to know in all we think or speak or do. Amen.